How many times have you heard the phrase, laughter is the best medicine? I remember reading that phrase on the Re in Reader's Digest back when I was a boy. And I mean, I'm talking early 50s. And it's a phrase that people love to love. And so I thought it would be worthwhile to speak for a minute about laughter. And pardon me for getting kind of serious about this, but we, we got to study it a little bit. Laughter and humor are two different things. Laughter is a physical expression that comes to people when certain brain structures deep in the brain get stimulated. And most often, that stimulation comes from something unexpected and funny. But I've also seen people laugh at times that are not so funny. I've seen people laugh when they're terribly scared. I have seen people laugh upon hearing the death of a loved one. And so we have to say, hmm, let's pare this down here a little bit. And then again, humor. Imagine that you're reading a book of jokes, and some of them are pretty darn funny, but you're by yourself. How much will you laugh? You know, this is an interesting thing. Because the people who laugh reading joke books, I can tell you what kind of book they're reading. Perfectly Tasteless and Awful Jokes, Volume 4. When a forbidden subject is brought to consciousness, a person will laugh alone. Therefore, laughter is an interaction. It's an inter positive laughter. Laughter that's happening in the presence of mirth, surprise, happiness. Uh, that is an interaction with other people. And here is where the medicine part comes in. And it's a, it's a big deal. With Parkinson's, the tendency of us to laugh is diminished. And that bodes us ill, Ill sailing. Because laughter is in fact a good medicine. And when you deprive yourself of it, you're depriving yourself of something important. And so, uh, again, I'll go back to my Aunt Nora. Aunt Nora had a great sense of humor, and she never told a joke. In fact, what her laughter usually conveyed was delight with other people or what somebody else did. So in order to be a person who experiences the medical benefits of laughter, you don't ever need to tell a joke. But you must be willing to let the floodgates open in your deep mind and let the laughter come through to the surface. And in some cases, that means it becomes a cognitive decision, not a deep mind process at all, but a, a decision that you consciously make that when I am delighted, when I am mirthful, I will laugh. So... Here's a nugget in it. Uh, you have Parkinson's. You're depressed that you got the disease. And your face doesn't work very well. Well, what to do? The next time anybody is doing something with uh, mirth, humor, etc., consciously give yourself permission to laugh. 
push it along a little if you need to. As I say, make faces. Make your face do things. Uh, when you were very little, didn't your mother say, don't make a face like that, it'll stay that way? Yeah, yeah. Well then, if that's the case, I want you to make a face smiling. And right there with laughter, as I say, it's interactive. It, it is really amplified. When you laugh and you look into the eyes of a person you are laughing with, this is behavioral psychology. You are adopting a behavior that will change your experience internally. So that's why I started the. Uh, that's why I started this podcast with a laughing tape, and we'll end it on something to be determined, which hopefully will evoke some laughter. Laugh often, laugh well, laugh with your eyes, and laugh looking in the eyes of another. Bye. Best two line jokes ever. All right, let's do this. Parallel lines have so much in common. It's a shame they'll never meet. (laughs) My wife accused me of being immature. I told her to get out of my fort. Women only call me ugly until they find out how much money I make. Then they call me ugly and poor.